the rolling of the step. That shit don't ever stop. Is it really not stop? Why shit don't ever happen? Oh, he killed it! Yo, Drake, hit it up, dude. Hit us up, hit us up, hit us up. Are you guys ready? Yeah, Drake. Please, we're uh, we're sixteen-year-old girls. What? So, well, then he's gonna want to talk to us. Yo, come on. going on welcome back to episode 16 of our podcast half and half if this is your first time joining us or if this is your 16th time joining us or any time in between let me introduce myself my name is anish cholera i am your host with the most and i'm also joined by my co-hosts my best friend in the whole wide world james moe and my friend joey michelle what's going on fellas i just farted <laughs> Yo, <laughs> how is that? You have the most questionable intros of everybody. Joey, what's going on with you, man? I was just joking. You're my friend, too. I mean, you said you used your friend. What's going on, Joey? He just gave James some an elaborate, kind of <laughs> deep <laughs> intro. So, uh, Joey, I love you, bro. It's sh- Joey. Shout out to Bear. I love you. Yo, Bear. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're also joined today by a beautiful dog, Joey Michelle's dog, called Bear. So if you're here as yelling at Bear, or mainly Joey yelling at Bear, or you hear anything that sounds like a dog in the background, that's because it is. So, yeah. what's up, Bear? <laughs> that's, a, that's a cat. So you might be able to hear Bear in the background, so shout out to Bear. What kind of dog is it, Joey? Just give a quick description. Shit mix. And where'd you get it? Just give a quick introduction Papa to Papa Paws, Westfield, New Jersey, shelter, adopted, three years old. A lot of fun. Hit by a car, got some surgery, then we adopted him. I love him very much. Shout out to, what was it? Papa Paws. Papa Paws. Shout out to them. Papa Paula. Papa Paula. Bars. I see you, James. Papa Pa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're addicted with this Drake song, dude. It's kind of late for that. But um, let's just get into our first thing. So uh, I hope everyone's safe in this extremely dangerous, dangerous snowstorm that we're having. Um, so that's going to lead us into our first quick hit. And I don't want to do the horns again for the quick hits, but I'm tempted. So, quick hit number one. The snowstorm and the weather channel and weathermen are all bullshit. No, honestly, let me tell you something. For for this past week, I've been hearing that we're going to get anywhere from some ice or rain to a foot of snow. And I'm now looking outside... It's the weekend. We're recording our podcast. I'm looking outside, 
and there's zero precipitation, and it's a little cold. And that's it. When was uh when was it supposed to snow? Do you remember? It was supposed to snow Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, it's not a little bit up here, um, but nothing that stuck at yeah, all. Yeah, dude, I haven't seen a snowflake all day, and I'm hearing, like, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It might be a foot, or it's going to be a bunch of ice. I don't see, like, now I'm seeing the weather on Sunday. The, the Sunday when we're recording, right, so I'll keep that in mind, audience, is uh, 47 and rainy. And people were, like, stocking up for the snowstorm. They gave it a name and shit. They gave it a name? Supposedly, yeah. Do you know what the name is? No. Hmm. All right, I'll fact check it. Fact check, please. Fact check. Thoughts, Joey? Maybe in a different part of New Jersey, there's snow or something like that. Maybe it just didn't get to us, but... It's, they said it was supposed to be in the Northwest, but I find it hard to believe that it just completely... So, NewJersey.com says, Storm is starting slower, but still a wild card for New Jersey. Oh, wait. Meaning? What does that mean? So, I guess it's like, hasn't quite kicked in yet, but, you know, it'll soon, it'll soon come through and sweep us through and, you know, day after tomorrow type stuff. I call bullshit. Do you think this is the calming of the storm? I think it's all bullshit. I think weathermen don't honestly know what they're talking about right now, because, um, everything is always up in the air. Remember that one time, not too long ago, we had a small snowstorm that shut down all of New Jersey? Remember yeah. that? Yep. Yeah, well, it wasn't tiny, but it was. Ex- it they, was more everyone than said expected. it was tiny. Everyone said it was tiny. We didn't expect it to be that big. Yeah, Six we did not expect it yeah, to be like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it, yeah. it hit us harder than we expected? And I can go back plenty of times where I've thought something was going to happen, and the complete opposite has happened. So all I'm saying is, stay safe in this average but cold weather, my audience. It's better to be uh-huh. overprepared than underprepared. Amen to that. Yeah, I mean it's called the uh, the wet bias. Um, weathermen tend to predict more rain and more wetness than usually actually happens that way you don't get pissed off when they're wrong because then it's like oh hey it didn't snow but i've also never heard of the the lying bias where they say there's gonna be a snowstorm and then you wake up and there's zero snow on the ground yeah it was always the worst as a kid when you would hear it was gonna snow and you might have a snow day and then you just get depressed the next morning having to go to school yeah dude i remember distinctly one day in elementary school it's going way back right we were there was supposed to be a huge snowstorm right so they canceled school a day early. So like five, six o'clock, they canceled school. It's like, yes, we got the day off. It's going to be a crazy snowstorm. We're going to get like a foot. I wake up, the sun is shining, and it's no snow on the ground. And we had a snow day for no reason. Whatever. I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying, who's paying these people? It's, I mean, it's better because like weather is still unpredictable. If, listen, they, if they could predict it perfectly, they would. Listen, if you want to know the weather, come to this podcast and we'll tell you, all right? Monday is going to be cold. Tuesday is going to be cold. Wednesday will be a little less cold. Thursday and Friday will also be cold. It will be cloudy uh, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday will be sunny. Thursday will be a little sunny. Friday will be cloudy. Um, you heard it here first. Is the joke that it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong because it's the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's a great way to interpret the joke. But let's move on, shall we? Uh, I hope uh, I hope you guys are fans of basketball because I surely am. And I know my buddy James Moe here <laughs> surely is. And oh, we yes. just... <laughs> We just <laughs> we just happen to be fans of a, a team called the Brooklyn Nets. Go Nets. Who happen to be Go Nets, who happen to be one of the hottest teams in the NBA at this current moment, the time of this podcast. Um, the reason I really want to talk about this is because we as Nets fans mm-hmm. have seen darkness for way too long. Yeah. And now Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson are showing us the light. And I personally feel enlightened just talking about it is giving me chills. And I could tell us the same thing with James Moe. And uh, we are currently at the time of this podcast recording. 
Our record is 24 and 23, and we're in the sixth seed of the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, we could uh, potentially play the Pacers or the Sixers, maybe the Celtics. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say we're going to win, but we, we have a chance to maybe upset a team in the first round. Making playoffs is a huge step for the Nets. I feel like of all the teams in the East to make an upset, I think we would be the most likely. As of right now, if the playoffs are today, we would play the Pacers, and I think we could give a challenge for the Pacers, the Pacers in a seven-game series, definitely. Um, I'm just I'm happy just because of the, the journey that we've gone through. So Nets fans across the world rejoice. Spencer Dinwiddie is an all-star. As is D'Lo, and Jared Allen is the future. Um, that's Karis Levert. Karis Levert, I love you. Please come back safe. Um, and yeah, thank you, Sean Marks. Thank you, Kenny Atkinson. I just had to give a shout out to you guys. You guys are amazing. You're giving me so much happiness. <laughs> we got it, James. We did it, James. We did it. Oh my god. I wish Anis was acting right now, but he's seriously <laughs> he's so such a loser. The only thing he says that entire thing just to make fun of me. You don't know what it's like, okay? Joey, are you a fan of any basketball teams? Uh, no, I was a fan of Kevin Durant for when the small amount of time I watched basketball. And I have a Kevin Durant Texas jersey. Nice, nice. And I'm a Kyrie Irving fan because I have his jersey. You have Kyrie Irving's jersey? Yeah, when I worked for a junk removal company, I got it nice. uh, from a job. A woman was throwing it out. Nice. Shout out to Kyrie. He's from New Jersey, so... Yeah, come to the Nets. Yeah, come yeah. to the Nets. I'll support any of the teams that my friends like. You guys support people from Jersey. You have to. You have to. You have to. Well, I just mean like you guys like the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Chris you. likes uh, Sixers. 76ers. So like I'll root for them. Uh, Spurs, Mo, yeah. and Nikhil. But but this is about the Nets, so let's not confuse all the other teams. Go Nets, right? Go yeah. Nets. Okay. Um, speaking of sports, this is a similar topic. We can get into our third quick hit. Quick hit! Number three. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys have been seeing. Well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit, right? There was a college football championship for football. Clemson defeated Alabama. Congratulations to Clemson. Clemson was then invited to the White House. Clemson attended the White House. The government was shut down, but they were at the White House. And there's a picture going around, or not a picture, I guess the story or the event or whatever you want to call it. Basically, Trump got them all fast food as their meal, right? Now, I don't know if you've seen this picture, but it's a bunch of Wendy's. McDonald's, it looks like nuggets. He got some salads from these fast food spots, it looks like, too. Fries, a bunch of sauces, and it's amazing. So what are your thoughts on this? I know we were talking about this a little bit in pre-production, so what, what do you guys want to say about this? Please, share your thoughts on this. Um, I mean, I think the uh, buying of the fast food itself, not, not terrible. Like As in, like, you know, these guys... They probably enjoyed it, honestly. Like, I would enjoy it. Going to the White House, eating fast food, that'd be kind of cool. I heard that when it was announced it would be fast food, he was, um, there was, like, a cheer from the team. So, that's pretty interesting. That sounds crazy to me that these are the top-level top level athletes, and they're like, poison, yeah! Let's go! I, I can't Even, believe Trump got him fast food, bro. He loves fast food. Though. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. I don't know. When you're a so-called billionaire, you should. You could probably do a little better than McDonald's and Wendy's. Yo, that though. entire meal probably cost him two fifty. Dude, but this is the thing. Trump loves fast food, so to him, it's it's not like he's a guy who never eats fast food. And he's like, you know, what, let me get these like kids some fast food. He's like, oh my god, I love McDonald's. I love like he drinks like twelve diet cokes a day and stuff. So this is his this is his like favorite shit. All right, just like. I'm just looking at some pictures, right? I'm trying to debate how much he spent on all this food. 
doesn't look like it's more than $300, bro. I see a bunch of quarter pounders. I see some Wendy's uh, sandwiches. I don't know what that is. All right, is. let's Salads. count the stack. So, so yeah, just... this has six right there, and that's nine. So that's, that's six, 12, right? So we're looking, I mean, the, the viewers won't be able to tell, but it's about like 25, 30 probably. All right, there's 21 burgers right there. Quarter pounders. Okay. Quarter pounders are a few dollars each, right? These. Yo, bear is licking the floor, by the way. Just a quick, quick bear update. Bear is licking the floor <laughs> and my foot. There's 20 of these. So there's about 20 of each kind of burger. Dude, he did not spend more than 300 So we're looking at 100 burgers. And if each one is like four bucks, five bucks, that's 500 right there, plus nuggets and stuff. That's just, I don't know, man. I, just, I mean, it's, it's, uh, he could have done better. A whole bunch of people afterwards are like, yo, I'll, I'll show you a good dinner. It's like a, a Michelin star ref, uh, a Michelin star chef did that. Quavo from the Migos did that. Well, then, Aisha the, Curry. dude, the kids are going to be even happier. Like, oh, wait, people are going to compete to give us good meals. Okay, I'm down for that. Like, who's next? We'll go there next weekend. Like, dude, these <laughs> I kids, would do it, yeah. A lot of these kids don't probably Get don't have meals. money and yeah. stuff, too. Like, I would take up on all the offers, yeah. bro. I don't know. I, I just feel like if you're going to the White House, I would expect better, even though the president does, like, fast food and stuff. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. How much diet? I think people are a little cokes? too outraged over this, but, like... People are outraged over it? Yeah, it's like, how oh, how could you give them Man, fast food and stuff? I think it's a little too much outrage. Relax. Like, I, 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 I like. But no, the problem of the outrage is this is why like your outrage you're about everything isn't changing people's opinions on anything well, he does. Maybe the outrage is more so towards the fact that the government shut down and maybe less about the McDonald's itself, yeah, you know? That's right. But once you start hearing like, I can't believe we got fast food. Like, what the heck? Trump's awful. It's like, okay, immediately I don't care about anything you said. <laughs> So then when you have a great point, something very important to say, it's like no one's going to be listening to you because you already, you know, you like cried wolf. Yeah. Pretty much what it is. I just, if I went to the White House and I was invited to like eat Wendy's, I would feel some sort of kind of way. Dude, if I was invited to the White House at all, I'd be happy. I don't care what I'm eating. Yeah. That's, Wendy's? That's that would be I'd so feel. weird though. Dude, I get to shake hands with the president and eat with him. I don't care what I'm eating. All right, I'm so eating. if Trump invites you to the White House, you're going? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, even if I don't like him, I'll still go. How are you, Joe? Same. It's the fucking president. I don't care what president is. You go back in time to any of the presidents, and I would do it. This is the first time I've been hearing people say no. But that's, like, it, you're going to, what are you going to tell that story 30 years to your grandkids or 40 years? Just like, you know, one day I got invited to the White House, but I didn't go. I mean, it's because not, I didn't it's like not the about, president. I don't think it would be about storytelling. People who would say no. But know how they say, like, look at a situation five years ago, like, in five years in the future, and is it still a big deal? Like, when you're upset about something. Same thing, like, dude, you really didn't meet the president because you didn't agree. Like, even if you didn't agree, it could have been like, hey, like, I don't like a lot of what you're doing, but thank you for inviting me here. Fair enough. I mean, this is this is a point we can de delve deeper into, but I don't want to get too much into it. So, would you go? I don't want to get into this, but I would not know. Same. So, agree to disagree? That's fine. Um, we'll ask you in 10 years. Yeah. No, I feel like I'd still say no in 10 years. Because for me, it's more of a, a morality and value thing that I would have to stand on. So, that's that's how I evaluate do my decision making. Do you feel like you would be going against your values by meeting him? Um, In a certain sense, yes. Like me going, shaking hands, like it's an event and stuff. Yeah. You know so like, if anything, if you were against a specific thing, you could be like, hey, and while I'm here, I just want to let you know that 
like I understand that you're doing this, but I don't agree with it. And I think that you really need to look at the experts and you need to look at what's really going on and, and like understand that people aren't happy about this decision. So it'll actually give you a platform right. to call him out on something. Yeah, but you can't just do that to the president. W- or what? It's people freedom have tried of, and they get slaughtered. It's freedom of speech, though. The chick from uh, the correspondence dinner did that. She got slaughtered. Michelle Wolf? Yeah. Yeah, but only by him and stuff. You know how many people people. are on her side? Yeah, a bunch of people. Yeah, she had her own show from it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Michelle Wolf, she's a talented comedian. She's fine. I just wouldn't. She's fine. I just, nah, I don't know. Dude, her career is doing better. It's too much heat over there. It's too hot. That's why I can't go. Bad press is still good press. Deal with heat. Whatever. Get out of the kitchen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack you and then I'll move on. Okay. Um, so this is uh something that I read a little while ago. Um, I found it very disturbing, but I feel like it's a, it's a. It's something that I did want to just like at least talk to you guys about, get your thoughts on, right? So, word on the street is, in Arizona, this is quick hit number four, by the way. Quick hit number four. Number James, four. can you please wake up and stop sleeping? Thanks, man. What the fuck was that? Why are you trying to make out with the mic during our quick hits? You're so hot. Thanks, man. So, quick hit number four. A woman from Arizona was in a coma and a vegetative state for 10 years and in the middle of January ended up giving birth to a child without anyone knowing she was pregnant. And that's that. So what are your thoughts on such a story and such an event happening? Do you guys have any thoughts? Do you not care? Um, I can start if you would like. It's up to you guys. Sure, go for it. Yo, is that not disturbing as fuck? Yeah, of course. It's of course it's fucked up. How do you how have they not, sex with? How do they not realize she was pregnant though? Like, I don't know. That's. But how do you have sex with someone in a vegetative state? Like people are sick, dude. Bro. How do you fucking give a girl a drug and then fuck her while she's unconscious? That's sick. I don't know, man. I, I don't that's know. That's fucking disgusting. People are different, dude. That dude is gonna go to jail forever. Unfortunately, no. It won't be that long. Should Just be. for rape, yeah. It'll be. I mean, it's not gonna be longer. But how does it's no one know she's years. pregnant? That's a good I, point. I don't fuck that. I don't get either. I mean, I guess if it was ten years, like sh- she had been down for ten years, maybe like her body looked weird now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what she looks like. Um, maybe maybe they didn't do any tests because they're like, all right. So it seems like she's pregnant, but there's no way she's pregnant. It's impossible. So we won't even test for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, could she be present? Pregnant? No. She would have had to. Someone would have had to rape her while she's laying yeah, there unconscious. Yeah, dude, like that's who would do that. Think someone raped her while, like a yeah. raped a person in a coma, dude, and, and from, works there. From what I've heard about, are you a sure lot it's someone comas, who works there? They're taking the DNA of everyone who's working there, so they're they're suspecting it's someone who like that's what they're thinking. First round, see. that's the first group of people <clears throat> they would. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. I feel like with cases like this, it's always it's always either someone near, like someone who works yeah. there, or it's probably someone she knows. Yeah, maybe like a friend visiting her or something like that. That's and, true. You know that's fucking disgusting, dude. That's a good point, though. Like that's they'll do the they'll do the employees, they'll do former employees, they'll do family and friends, they'll go through the log and anyone who visited her, and then from there, everyone who visited the hospital. Yeah. But like now that baby's like done too. The baby died. No, they said the baby's like in distressed medical state. Dude, if if a lady who's in a coma for ten years is being 
kept alive off a machine, like that baby is not gonna be healthy. Yeah, definitely. All the drugs and everything in it, like all of that stuff. You're not even taking care. You don't even know she's pregnant. There's not no really way eating baby. or anything. I, yeah. I thought it was born healthy though. That's so what the articles were this saying. This article is saying um, the baby's not responsive. So this is from the the actual nine one one call itself, mm-hmm. saying the baby's not responsive. But they're not saying anything about the baby right now. Okay. How did she even manage to give birth? Like, what did they have to do? Like a C-section or I something? I have no or... idea. It fell out. Damn. I don't know. Because I mean, if your body's loose, right? Like, like your your muscles aren't reacting yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know, man. That's just terrifying. That's terrifying to think that there's people like that. It's disgusting. Well, we're gonna find out who it is eventually. And that dude gonna, should be locked up for life. They're gonna be fucking famous for. That's not the big one of the biggest piece of shits of 2018. Yeah, that's fucking. That's disgusting. That's not even an 18th. That's a life thing. I mean, if you compare them to people across history, like there's way worse people. But that's bad. Let's move on. Let's get that's a little, little less dark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, our last quick hit of the day, quick hit number five, is there's an uh, amazing new competition going on right now on the social media platform called Instagram. Um, between, correct me if I'm wrong, is it Kendall Jenner? Or Kylie. Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Jenner, one of her photos, and an egg. Um, James, James Moe is on the scene. James Moore, on the field analyst, is going to elaborate. James? Thanks, Anish. So here we see that um, Kylie Jenner used to have the most popular Instagram posts. Do we know what time. the photo was? Her fo- I don't know what her photo was, but I think it was at 18 million wow. likes. That's okay. a lot of likes. That's a lot of likes. Um... And yeah, basically, relatively recently, um, some kid, I think the kid was actually 19, started this world record egg Instagram account. And this picture, um, one, it did beat Kylie, and uh, it has almost 50 million likes on a picture of an egg. Um, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, Pretty unreal. Pretty unreal, the world we live in right now, right? So as you were speaking, I just liked the photo. So it has whatever that number was, plus one. So you're welcome, egg guy. Joey seems very dissatisfied. and I'm just like, it's crazy that people are just like, yes, I can be a part of this world record. Let me like <laughs> That's exactly why I did it. Let's just go to a fight. Exactly. I was like, yo, five, ten years from now, I don't want to not be a part of this. All I do is like a photo. You could just go back and like it. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> no, not fair. But no, even, if you're cheating, part, even if you're part of it, like, are you really part of it? Yeah, bro. I broke a world. I helped break a world record. Yeah, you didn't do shit. Yeah, I liked the photo. That's all that had to be happened. The record was between two photos who were more liked. I helped in that record breaking process. Yeah, but who, who's as, benefiting? As did you, and at, Joey doesn't seem like he has a phone. I, I didn't like it. You don't like it? I, didn't, well, you I, I don't think I pressed like. You should. Why are you going to like it? I don't think I did either. Why aren't you going to like it? For what? Um. Well, you want to be against the against the grain? I do. You do I your do. own thing. I'm not gonna like a photo because I do my own thing. I do do my own. I'm a thing. hipster. I am a hipster. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You're not gonna like a photo. I like things like because before they were cool, man. Man, you don't like anything. I don't know. It's just like, I I, I kind of can see what the point they're trying to make is. It's like, oh yeah, you know, an egg. An egg can make it. You know, anyone can make it. I, I get what they're trying to do there. You think there's like a, a bigger motive to this? Cause I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say, honestly. Um, I don't know the kid. I don't know why he started it, but people seem to think that like, oh, maybe the reason is why it's like, oh, you know, Kylie Jenner is a talentless ass clown, and 
Interesting. If she can get 18 million likes, we can get an egg who's just as talentless to 50 million, apparently. Now, are those your thoughts? Or no, it's, are just, those it's just opinions that are out thoughts. there. Um, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily disagree. Like, I don't, like, I'm not saying, you know, obviously I don't know Kylie Jenner but as a person or anything, but, you know, seeing some of the stuff that the Kardashians have done on t- TV, things like that. Allegedly? I No, like, in TV shows oh, that they okay, have. Sorry. I can't exactly say they seem like the smartest of people. Um, you know, just my personal opinion, you know, like everyone's like, oh yeah, Kylie Jenner, youngest billionaire, some shit like that, right? And I'm like, she was kind of kind of born into money and given anything she could do. And she she just kind of puts her name on things, right? And people people make the products for her and she gets rich. So are you biased against stupid people? No, I'm biased against um, rich, talentless people. Wow, I I feel you. Where they get rich because they were already rich, and that like she's an attractive girl. Do you know that's her like skill. That? I mean, James your... named them. Um, yeah. No, do you personally know people? Like that? They're not rich. Like in real life, but they're talentless. Because your town's crazy. I feel like your town has everything. So I figured I'd ask if you know anyone. In your no town one's like... super rich. Okay. Like not not this kind of rich. There's people with way more money than any of us. But you know that that's not. That's not that much in terms of, like, actual wealth. You know, it's actually interesting, though. Speaking of celebrities, I feel like it's a good segue into our to our next discussion point. Uh, and I, what I wanted to talk about was this. I'm hearing some rumors about some new Louis C.K. set talking about Parkland survivors. So if you don't know, now you know. So basically what happened was, well, I'm not too sure. So I have my on-the-field analyst, Joey Michella here. Joey? Okay. So, Louis... Goes to a comedy spot, and he tests out a set. And what I mean by tests out is he wasn't on a tour across the country. It wasn't put in a special that was uh, pre, you know, calculated and then told and then released. It was Louis telling a jo- dark joke because Louis tells dark jokes. So someone filmed this set. And then posted it online, and it got a lot of hate because he he was making. Can you clarify what was said in the set for me? He was making fun of the Parkland survivors for going on TV and talking about what happened, and acting like, you know, they're interesting and that we need to listen to them. The whole joke is like, you're you're fucking kids. You should be kids. You shouldn't be in a suit telling me what to do. Like fuck you. It, the people in the crowd were laughing. Uh, it's taken as a joke because it's comedy, but the people that weren't there are trying to kind of push him away and back out of comedy and are freaking out that he told a, such a dark joke. Could you also uh, just give some context behind like why Louis C.K. in particular? You know, he, why is he so such a big deal right now, or, or like why? Well, him I mean, coming back? I feel like if you don't know that, then. That's kind not of everyone's gonna know. Not everyone's gonna know. So right. Louis, about a year ago, it jacks off in front of women. He had j- jacked off in front of women uh, years ago. He would be in a room, like tell them uh, or ask them, "Can I masturbate?" Some all either said like okay or yes or whatever, but a lot were kind of did it because they were afraid to say no and. We're in a, put in a feel for fearful situation. 
So he faced a lot of backlash, lost like $35 million, and he had to go into hiding for about a year. Okay, so he makes a joke about the Parkland survivors mm-hmm. and the people have an uproar. Mm-hmm. Just like, like, why are people like targeting in on comedians now? Because people don't understand that comedy. comedy is an art form and that it's not like, especially testing out sets is not the same thing as putting out on a special one and two. The only rule of comedy is that it has to be funny. There's no there's there's lines, but the idea is to to walk the line, barely cross the line. Are there lines though in comedy? Barely. I, I, don't I mean, so, if Bill Cosby too. joked about rape, went on stage and joked about rape, it wouldn't be funny, and it would be yeah, over. I mean, that's I different. Guess though, but, but that's different. But Nobody could have made that funny. That's what I mean. But like, people still make rape jokes, and they're not necessarily rapists. Yeah. But, but like, that's but like, is that's that, the line? But then the line's arbitrary, is what you're saying. It's a, like. <sighs> It's hard because, like, I've heard a lot of great jokes about everything. And especially when people freak out about this, I just laugh because I've heard so many more jokes that are way more dark. Oh, yeah. And way more fucked up that are also, like, that are very funny. If I'm being honest, I don't think what he said was, like, so horrendous that, like, he should get crucified for it. But, like, all right. I I can see why people would be offended. This is essentially, like, I see why people are offended, right? So... Like, this is kind of what I want to also discuss. I feel like it's going to be very difficult now for Louis C.K. to be able to do his comedy because his comedy is, like, outrageous, like, more like shock value. He says, like, he delves really deep into kind of dark stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if he's trying to delve deep into dark stuff and he, he's going to get crucified for everything because of what he did, like, he's not going to be able to maneuver. He's not going to be able to do his comedy like he knows. He's going to have to change his game. No, he'll be fine. He just has to ignore the people, honestly. He has his fans who enjoy his yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's just not he going to be as big on. as he is then. If like, you've, he's got to realize If that. you've heard both sets he's done since that got a lot of heat, during both there was heavy laughter in the videos that were leaked. And yes, like his first set, a few people walked out and a few people were upset and wanted refunds. But you're talking... The small person, like, so, like that's he has what I mean, a huge though. fan base that if he toured right now, he would sell out shows. But there would everywhere. be a lot of controversy behind it, also. But it would, he still would be allowed to do it because there's, there's only social, uh, kind of pressure. There's not actually real pressure. But that social pressure is pressure. As in, it's not. He's not gonna go have shows, and they're gonna. No one's gonna buy the tickets, and he's gonna have to cancel tours. He's not gonna go to jail. I think, all I think is. By him doing jokes like this, he's gonna face a lot of criticism constantly. But this because, is like, his you comedy, can, exactly. So, but like people don't realize that because now what they're doing is they're he he did the sexual assault thing. Now they're grouping him into like how can you as a sexual assault person talk about this dark stuff? Because you're you're a whatever like you're an animal, whatever yourself. But also if he but like this doing, is what he does as his comedy. If he starts doing clean comedy, then he's gonna sell I, out. I don't, I'm not saying clean, yeah, but like so. I, I feel like he might have to change his game. Like the money he was seeing is he's not going to get the same money anymore. With the I mean, does he need the same money? No. So that all that's all I'm saying. He's going to have to pivot somehow. He lost he said he lost 35 million the day at all yeah, this happened. Cuz his shows and stuff got canceled. It's a big hit, bro. Yeah. That's but why it's like it's tough. He still got it's a huge tough, fan base that are very loyal and that are going to pay to see him and pay to support him. See like all right, I'm just throwing someone out there like let's suppose this this had happened with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. He could still come back and do his comedy, right? Because his comedy is very observational and stuff. It's not like Parkland Survivors and like mm. autism and shit. So, you know what uh, I'm saying? Like his his content is different. Did you know that uh, Jerry Seinfeld actually um, dated a high schooler for a while? And what when he while he was on Seinfeld, he dated 
a high schooler. Like she was still in high school, and they dated. I'm How just, do you I'm know just, this? no, it's a known thing, and nobody really said anything about it. And this is a guy who makes some of the cleanest jokes out there. You know, one of the funniest, nicest people out there, really. Bill, um, yeah, but Bill Cosby. Like, that's what think about everything like, yeah. he did, and he. Eddie Murphy had it in Delirious about Bill Cosby calling him up and yelling at him for cursing. Eddie, you can't curse, but I can drug women and have sex with their unconscious bodies. That's okay, but cursing is bad. You can't do that. So. Yo, he did. Yeah, he dated I in told high school. You. He was 39. Yeah, like I said. How old was she? 17. And yeah. in New York, was it legal? Uh, she was a senior. So it's going to be fucking immoral. I mean, it's immoral regardless, but it's about whether or not he broke the law, too. And it was a different time because I feel so like... So she turned 18 in May 29th, 93. Oh, fuck. And Way she's saying they met in 93 also. Yeah. So he met her when she was in high school and they started dating. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just like... I'm not saying what Louis did wasn't bad because it was bad. But what he was doing wasn't like illegal, you know? It's just fucked up. Yeah, it was fucked up for sure, and you know he he has something like it's it's a it's a problem for for him like a a, a mental problem on, like you know, like weird fetish addiction type thing. Louis C.K. Yeah, and so like you know, it's very different doing that from like doing what Bill Cosby did, obviously. So I don't know. I just I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult right now for Louis C.K. Like if I'm Louis C.K., I'm taking another year off. He's dude. Because you really he's going crazy, go. not doing comedy. I know. It's, he had to give up his whole life. I know. So that's why he came back in nine months and didn't wait the full year. He's, he should have. Because this is it, gonna happen. Like I know, I know what he's saying. But like, if you're thinking about it from straight pers- like career perspective, stay out of the limelight for as long as you can. No, this it's because no matter how long he waited, based on today's time, people would never think it's okay. A lot of the people that are against him want him to never do comedy again. I think they think he should lose his job and have to go into hiding and never be seen or heard again. I think if he waited six more months and he says that Parkland comedy skit, I don't think it's as big as of a blowback as it is now. Maybe it's time. Everything is timing, bro. People, everything. People, people forget. forget. Yeah, people for, like people get outraged, but in this outrage era, people forget. You just gotta wait it out. Sometimes, as as messed up as yeah. it may be or whatever, like it's just what it is. We've seen plenty of people do much worse stuff. We're coming back, and not even a word is brought up. About but it's it. better he gets out there now because he's working, and then people are gonna forget about it in a few months. Something crazier is gonna happen. Something actually like awful will happen, and then people will focus on that. Has he talked about that in his comedy yet? Apparently, in that article we saw, it said that he mentioned about jerking off. Like he, like I like to jerk off a lot, and I don't like being alone. He said something like that. I feel like he should talk about it in his comedy. Just it, just put it out there. That's that's what I would do if I were him. Cause like it's it's an make, elephant in the room. Yeah, make time. it not a big deal. That's, yeah, that's exactly. What you gotta do. It's it's probably just hard of like figuring out how, how to make to, it funny. How to make it funny? Yeah, but bro. If you, he's Louis C.K., he toes the line very often. He mm. he would be the best. But the it. reason why he's good is because he does these fifteen minute sets yeah. every like a lot of these top comedians do sets a set every, every day. single day. That's and why that's they how say they work no out cell material. phones. That's ex- this is exactly the reason that people say no. Like when you go to a comedy show and they lock that shit up, this is exactly the reason why. Yeah, it's guys working on stuff. That's why people uh, don't realize how comedy works. I hate like, to bring up I hate to bring up a different comedian, but Tiffany Haddish bombing on New Year's Eve uh, was a big deal, and Joe Rogan was talking about to other comedians about how like most comedians have bombed on New Year's and really? stuff. Like it's a if it's a really hard time to do comedy, 
and sometimes the crowd is shitty and every comedian has bombed before but because these are people that aren't comedians not familiar with comedy they blow it up and make it a big deal but i also heard that she came out and said that she wasn't like she didn't prepare that much for this like herself she said it she bombed yeah everyone's bombed it happens tough man whatever i always wanted to see louis ck i think i still think i will go it's it's weird to think about like things that he did though I, I saw him um at the comedy cellar right before all the stuff went yeah. down he did a surprise 15 yeah, minutes I, I was supposed to go and I, so I that night we saw um him do a 15 minute surprise set todd barry did a set uh that it was in his special uh okay. something honey spicy honey or something like okay. that and dave attell and jeff ross doing bumping mics before oh they, they were there yeah before they even decided to On do Netflix? bumping mics Oh, Before they even decided to do it as a special, when they were just doing it because it was fun, we got to see it, and it was it was the funniest. It was definitely the funniest thing all really? night. We should go to a show, man. I love stand-up comedy. Um, One of the best ones I've fan. seen in recent memory was Hannibal Burst at the mm-hmm. Stress Factory. Bro, his new special, I think, is gonna be fantastic. We saw Tom Segura. We saw Tom Segura, but I think Hannibal Burst. I wanted to, like I was gonna tell. You, I think Hannibal was better than Segura. You told me about his. New stand-up being yeah. really different. It's, really he, cool. He's using uh, effects and screens and shit. Was, oh, I saw something like that. Yeah, it was when really I went to cool. See, uh, when I went to see Dave Chappelle, he was a surprise guest. Yeah. I wasn't actually that impressed, to be honest. He was pretty funny, though. He was pretty... Did he... He made some, like, Cialis jokes and stuff. I don't know if you saw the same thing. That. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. If he did it, it could have been uh, cut. Like, he probably didn't make it to the end. Because, like, when he, what he was doing with us was, like... It seemed, like, pretty polished. It seemed like he was kind of preparing, like... It seemed like almost like it was like the final step of him getting his like shit ready. So it's the end of the tour before the special. I think I think he's getting close to his his hour. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with comedy, the way it works is a comedian will uh, basically make a set of an hour through going to clubs every day, and then they'll tour with that hour, fix it up, fix it up, try different things out, and then um, at a certain point when they feel like they're ready, they'll shoot a special. And then we get to see it. Comedy's great, man. It, it really is. is. So I just we should go to we definitely should go to more shows. Just expensive. there's so many good ones. Yeah. Speaking of comedy, you uh you want to hear a joke? Sure. So uh, how many friend zoned guys does it take to screw in a light bulb? All of them. Zero. They'll just give up and complain that it won't screw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking of the friend zone. Did you make that up? No, it was oh, on okay. I read it on Reddit. Ah, uh, okay. Um but yeah, speaking speaking of the friend zone, I know it's a it's been a very popular topic for a long time now. You know, uh, for those who don't know, the friend zone is usually for guys who um trying to trying to get with a girl, but because they became too close of friends, they're put in the friend zone. It's a no fly zone, nothing happens, no bone zone, whatever you want to call it. Um and yeah, so so my question to you and the audience is, do you think the friend zone actually exists? I I think it does, yes. I think there are plenty of girls that we are friends with that we are never going to hook up with ever. So I, I think that it's a real thing. But, but would you, like, like there's friends, like obviously there's girls we know and talk to and we're friends with them, but like, I'm talking like people we regularly talk to, like, like, so, I, I kind of want to say the friend zone doesn't exist. Why? To a degree. To a degree. Why? Like, realistically, it does exist because, you know, some people are just going to be kind of more stuck up than others. But I, I feel like the friend zone depends a lot on the guy. Um, 
where it's you know just how the guy approaches the girl and a lot of guys just don't know how to do that and make a girl feel like they would want to be with the guy you know and they they just think like oh yeah it's because i'm too nice i'm a nice guy and she doesn't want to be with nice guys and i'm a friend zone type of thing you know i had an english teacher in college say that girls want uh mean guys women want nice guys with like only immature girls who aren't ready to be in a real relationship like like messed up bad guys but once girls are mature and stable then that's when they want a nice guy so if you stay nice things will work out for you so the long game is what you're saying the long game but i feel like like people have gotten friend zone before like they were trying to pursue a girl and they've gotten friend zone and they haven't gotten out of it right like you don't know at least but one you don't think it's impossible to. for them to <clears throat> escape at all i've, I've no, also no 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 but we also you can know be in the friend someone. zone and escape but like, uh, what I'm saying is like, can you escape the friend zone? I guess is is a better question. Yeah, yeah but like, the person I'm referencing, uh, we all might have a friend who has escaped the friend zone multiple times, or he's gone from best friend to bone to boning buddy. I guess. But like, that's different. That like, that person may have never been put in the friend zone to begin with. Maybe they were friends, but it doesn't mean but they see, were like, in you the can, zone. You can be in the friend zone and then end up hooking up with someone. No, but, like, but stay friend zoned you no, for that but time. By being. definition, what I'm saying the friend zone is is that you'll never hook up with the girl. Like you have zero shot if you're in the friend zone. Like, I feel like technically you always have a shot because, and I, that's why I say I don't think the friend zone exists. It's. Like, you'll always, there's always a chance of a shot. It doesn't mean you always get it. Yeah, right, but right, like, of course. So then you're talking about, like, possibilities. Because then, yeah, there's always a possibility for anything happening. Anything is possible. Yeah, there's but always a possibility. So outside of, like, the infinite possibilities, like... Then, yeah, then I think the friend zone exists. Because I feel like your point that you're making is based on, like, there's always a chance. Like, so, yeah, technically there's always a chance. No, but, like... But I, a lot I of think, times it's I think, very... I think for a lot of people, they put themselves in the friend zone by constantly being too nice, constantly... You know, trying to be too much of an emotional support and things like that. You mean going at it, putting themselves in the friend zone from the start. Like they're setting themselves up to be a friend and not a potential mate. Right, right. Like they're ba- they're the one who's like, hey, you got a friend zone? Where is it? All right, I'm going to stay in here and try to and try <laughs> to get you from this area. Huh. Like that's the angle they take is the friend zone. Yeah, they try to, they tr- like maybe she has a girlfriend, so let me just be friends with them for now. And then, oh, they broke up. Let me be a shoulder to cry on and swoop in. But that hardly ever works, right? I don't, I've, I've seen never it seen it work. Right. But I've never, I've, all of our friends, I've never seen anyone try to do that. Fair, fair. Like of, all, of our friend group, like I haven't seen that happening live. It's just a very, like I've seen people go th- the friend route. It just... It's it's high risk and it's long term. It's high risk and it's long term. So you got so like what James said, like the long game. Yeah, I mean, people say like, like who has that time? Yeah. The long game, like what are you talking about? But at the same time, you know, it is good for relationships when you start off as friends first. Yeah, that's the same time. Um, cuz then you know what you're getting yourself into. Right. It's right. also like a big problem with people <clears throat> is they enjoy sex with a partner but they don't enjoy hanging out with them. Like they don't enjoy being around them and that's when it's like, oh, shit, this is a waste of time. But if your friends are ready, then... But then you're not in the friend zone at that point. But that's what I mean. is like when you're friends first, you avoid that from oh, happening. Okay. Because if you can be friends with no sex, you can be friends with sex. This is true. Huh. 
So but I, I guess I guess another question then further is just like, do you think the girls actively like place guys in the friend zone, as in like they think like, oh, I'm never going to date this guy ever, regard like regardless of how who is he is. See, but like I feel like ever is what changes it, but I feel like you can be you you can know if she's like yeah like. I'm but not right, into I, him I guess, or like, I'm into think, him sexually or like I'm just into him. like he's just cool like we just I guess but do you, do you think then do girls do it do do girls actively do this do you think they actively put people in the friend zone It depends on the girl because some girls say they're not going to have sex until marriage and they they do that other people girls guys say that and then they do they they have their mindset think about something you said you would never do and then like 2 years later you do it just like oh shit I feel like they do it subconsciously. I feel I like, just like, all right, <clears throat> as a guy, right? And this is a very overgeneralization, but as a guy, when you see a girl, right? What do most guys think? I would. Yeah. Right? I mean, they say every seven seconds a guy yeah. thinks about sex, right? So you're telling me if there's a girl who's talking to a guy, right? Like, subconsciously, you can tell, like, what kind of feelings, I guess, she has for you, Right? Like, is she into you? Like, you'll be able to tell. Is she like your company, like, as a friend? Is she, like, not vibing with you? Like, you can tell those kind of things. So subconsciously, you know, based on, what I guess, whatever the person wants. Sometimes people just want attention, and they don't under, they don't see that the girl is just using them for attention. This is true. Because guys, guys do that, too, where they, like, they will give a girl a ton of attention as a friend for nothing in return. So then whenever the girl needs attention, she'll go to the friend, get that flirt a little bit or push a little bit enough to get the attention they want and then but you don't think those don't are exceptions to stuff. the rule everyone's different and it all depends on the, the both people involved I just I think they're the friend zone <clears throat> maybe because I've been friend zoned in the past so I kind of oh yeah you think so I think so yeah <laughs> As I say, you're getting well I know I've been friend zoned you want to no, I... tell, <laughs> tell us the story or... it was just <laughs> I don't want to tell you no I don't want to tell the story no like yeah if you've ever Gone in for a kiss and they give you a hug and they're like, "You're my best friend." It's like, <laughs> it's like well, oh, I could never um, date him. I He's like never. my brother. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we're totally like siblings. Yeah. And then you look at your friends like, someone uh. fucking kill me. <laughs> you put your head down, do the Charlie Brown walk. All right, I guess uh, extension of this question. Um, have you guys ever watched Harry Met S- when Harry met Sally? No. Very famous uh, romantic comedy movie. Um, who stars in it? Billy Crystal and uh, I want to say Meg Ryan. I don't remember uh, the female. S- sounds right. Yeah. Um, really good movie. Um, and so, so one of the things they brought up in, in there was, do you think guys and girls can truly only be friends? Yeah. Because because so. here's the thing. Like obviously, like I think yes, we can obviously be friends and just friends, but if you're regularly hanging out with a girl is that possible like for example you're friends with nico mm-hmm. um but it's not like you hang out with her every like every weekend like you mm-hmm. hang out with us mm-hmm. and so all right let's say you're hanging out with a girl every weekend do you think it's ever possible for not at least one side at least one side to have feelings yeah 100 i think it's possible you don't so think it's possible so you think both people have no feelings at all 
I, I think it's possible. I don't, I'm not saying yeah. it happens all both the time. Both sides have no feelings. And they hang out. Oh, wait, wait, okay. Maybe I misunderstood the question. Are you have... saying it's possible that both sides don't have feelings or it's possible that one side catches a feeling? No, like like when I say like they're just friends, it means both sides, like neither side has any sort of feelings towards the other at all when they... If you hang out all the time? Yeah. I mean, and, I'm sure it's... Ha- I think it's like 50-50. And I think another part of it is just like, obviously like guys will want to be friends with girls, but why do guys want to be friends with girls? Like, not saying it's all just for sex, but I, I would argue, like, a lot of the time, maybe subconsciously, we naturally try to hang out with women to, you know, I don't know release if I urges and stuff like that. It's in our biology to, like, to want to spread your genes, to want to yeah, fuck that everything. Yeah, that I understand, but, like, I feel like we also have, we all have friends that are girls, like, we're good yeah, friends yeah, with, definitely, right? definitely. But, but, so like, but we don't text them to hang out, out them, every weekend. Yeah, yeah but exactly. if we hung out with them, like, I wouldn't catch feelings for them. It depends. I mean, how often do we do that? But like, why, do, like, you, why not, do you even start hanging out with the girl in the first place? Same then? reason I'm hanging out with you guys. If it's a friend, it's a friend. Like, I'm not thinking about, oh yeah, these are my no, guy but you, friends. You, you hang out, out with us because we're your boys. But like, when you when why would you see a girl and be like, oh, I'm gonna walk up to her and be her friend? Oh, that that depends on how you meet the them question. too. Like, if you yeah, so that's what that but, changes the question. Like, like it, but that, I think that's part of it. It's like that. Like when you go into it, that means there were those feelings at least at first. Where maybe it's not about like feelings, but it's like, oh. You know, I feel like sex it's very urges. overgeneralization. No, though. obviously it's an overgeneralization, but I, I don't know. Like, I think it's a fair, fair point to make. Like, for example, Joe, you and I both have girlfriends. How many girls would you say you regularly hang out with and talk to? One. Yeah, there you go. But I if, think that's, if, I think that's the answer right there. If you had a friend but, before who you were already hanging mm, out with, that was a girl and stuff. Would, would like your girls be weirded out by it? That depends. But that's too. a different question. No, no, no. But like. You're saying now how many, right? What if you had already met someone who was who you were a friend with? That it, was a girl. It depends because like you're talking situational. This like a, situation. as a guy in a serious relationship who's been in like I was in a other relationship that was very long. I understand biology and all that stuff, so I don't even allow myself to become close friends with another girl just for that extra layer of protection, because like you can't fight your biology tooth and nail. Like sometimes you can't fight your what your body's reacting to, so you'll you can do something stupid and fuck up a really great relationship based on your temporary uh, hormones wanting you to spread your genes because that's why you're here on Earth. Yeah, and I would argue that's part of why guys and girls, it's very difficult to truly be friends, just friends. I think it's fifty fifty. Like I, I feel like there are plenty of guys and girls who are just friends. No, no, I'm not saying there aren't. But what I'm saying is a lot of the times those friendships come out of something that may have started as something potentially sexual, like one side wanting to get with the other side. You That's know? why there's a lot of times when like okay, you'll, have, you'll have a yeah, girlfriend and you'll see the guy who's in the friend zone, who you think is in the friend zone trying to make his way and you, you watch over just like, right. hey, hey, buddy, I know what you're trying to do. I've been there. I've done that. But just know that like if you step, <laughs> if you step out of that friend zone, I'm going to fuck you up. So you would fight? Over a girl? It depends Would you? on the situation. Me? No, I don't fight. I think that's idiotic. Would you fight over a girl? Uh, See, like, all right, like me- I guess in, in, in this instance, your girl cheats on you with another dude, right? Like, I feel like a lot of dudes fuck up the other guy. Like, they fight the guy. Like, it, why? It depends on the law. It's a, Why it's are you going to fight the guy? Because it's an alpha thing. It's like the guy, like there's guys I know who, who are interested in fucking other people's girlfriends because it's an alpha thing. Like, it makes them feel like they're more dominant, like... I'm more of an alpha than a niche because I fucked a niche's girlfriend. I'm better than he is. I'm an alpha. He's a bitch. Well, like, shouldn't you be mad at the girl? I'm not saying beat up the girl, but like, shouldn't you be? 
Like your anger should be like, yo, how how could you do this to me? Like he has nothing to that's, do with our relationship. That's the thing is is the girl is the one who agreed to date you, agreed to not cheat on each other, and they bro- broke the promise you made. While the guy is just a guy who sometimes like. If you see certain guys, like, they're very good at convincing girls to, like, make terrible mis- decisions. Like, they can kind of... Are you speaking from experience, or are you speaking... Just, like, I mean, I know, like, when you flirt with girls and, like, you go at it a certain way and you have a high chance of getting them to like you. So it depends on the girl could be in a bad place mentally. Uh, it could be right after a fight. It could be based on drugs or alcohol, so it alters their mind. And guys will swoop in and try to, like you know, trick them into, like, hooking up with them and stuff like that. Hmm. It's a deep dive analysis by Joey Michelle. Psychology, man. You can get people to do you a psychology major too things. in college? Uh, I pr- pretty much minored in it. I only needed one or two classes to get the official minor. Damn, he just told you. What? I minored in it, bitch. He said he almost minored I minored I minored in sociology, but to, like... To actually minor in psychology, I needed like one specific class that wouldn't have even matched my schedule. So I said, "Fuck that!" Like I know enough, and that's good enough for me. Well, Joey, that was a fantastic analysis on your academic history. But if you're but actually a psychologist or no psychology major or anything like that, and you're like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, that's fine too. I understand that could very easily be true. But before I was rudely interrupted by you. I think we should get into our closing thoughts. So with that being said, Joey Michelle, you can start. I love you, Bear. Uh, comedy is comedy. It's meant to be funny. If you see an actor in a movie say a bad word or a bad phrase, do you freak out? No, because it's a movie. It's art. That's what's going on. Comedy is the same thing. So shut up. Put your head down. And if you don't like that comedian, don't listen and support a comedian you actually do like because they need your support. That was, that was fantastic. James? Um, for all of you guys out there who think they're stuck in the friend zone, my biggest advice is give the girl space, man. That's, that's, that's really it. You know, That's probably the best advice I can give. For all the guys out there that have been friend zoned, uh, stay strong. We're with you. <laughs> and with that being said, I do want to thank you guys for joining us for episode 16 of our podcast, Half and Half. Um, with me, Joey, and James. Thank you again. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DemGradBoys, D-E-M-G-R-A-D-B-O-Y-Z. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your weeks. Goodbye. For you. got what I need. But you say he just a friend. And you say he just a friend. Oh, baby, you.